Good afternoon and welcome to another Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show is created with the intention of empowering others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me spotlight extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference in their own way. Together, we can all make a difference, and it begins with love, love from the hip. The word career is derived from the Latin word carus, referring to a chariot, which seems fitting as it carries you from one place in your life to another. The word career is often defined as a profession, an occupation, trade, or vocation. It can also be defined as the sum total of decisions that direct your educational, social, economic, political, and spiritual endeavors while reflecting your unique personality. For some, a career change is an internal transfer, while for others, it is a jump to a whole new company. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics in a survey of baby boomers conducted in 2019, the average number of jobs held by one person was 12. In fact, most workers spend an average of five years in each job. It would seem that the old ways of retiring after 40 years with one company with a gold watch and a pension is fading in America. More and more workers are finding that it is costing them extra money to stay with one company because of the most prevalent lack of job security, freeze or lack of raises, and furloughs. As a result, there is an increased emphasis put on job searching, networking, and also career coaching. Career coaching or career counseling, or vocational guidance as it was originally known, has come a long way over the last 100 years. It was born in the U.S. out of societal upheaval, transition, and change. In 1907, Frank Parsons, the founder of career counseling, first developed the idea that we can learn to match people to specific jobs in his work choosing a vocation. Parsons' counseling model states that there are three broad factors in the choice of an occupation, knowledge of self, knowledge of the requirements for success in different occupations, and matching these two groups of facts. In 1929, at the beginning of the Great Depression, the concept of group coaching arose where job seekers would gather together and develop job search strategies and share ideas. A leading example of this is the Man Marketing Clinic formed by Sidney Edlund in 1935, which served over half a million people up until 1955. After World War II, two social conditions which led to the rise of the professional practice of career counseling was the personal and career problems of veterans, especially those disabled during the war, and the new influx of older students of higher education as a result of the GI Bill. In 1946, the first executive career counseling management firm was formed by Bernard Haldine and still active today. The 60s gave birth to a new idealism and hope. Young job seekers were looking for employment that was more meaningful and would allow them to change the world for the better. As a result, more information became readily available to help them and career counselors in career decision making. At the end of the 80s and the beginning of the 90s, career counseling found itself being extended in four directions, upward as an outplacement, senior executives and attorneys, downward for the poor and homeless, outward for schools and agencies through federal legislation, and inward for multicultural and other specialties. And here we are in 2020, where the COVID pandemic has no doubt severely impacted the workforce. More than 47 million Americans have filed for unemployment since March of this year. The world is facing yet another great global upheaval, transition, and change. Many of us Americans have faced unprecedented layoffs and furloughs. Other of us, others of us had, quit, have to, had to quit our, due to health concerns or needing to care for and homeschool our children. According to a September 2020 survey conducted by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, over the past five months, employment has increased by 11.4 million, but stands 10.7 million below the peak in February. Leisure, retail trade, professional and business services, transportation, and warehousing and manufacturing led with the largest job gains. In fact, leisure and hospitality added 318,000 jobs in September, with strong gains in food services and drinking places, 69,000 added in gambling, recreation, and amusements, and an extra 51,000 jobs in accommodations. Employment and retail trade rose by 1.9 million over the past five months after falling 2.4 million in March and April. 
Widespread job gains in retail were led by clothing and clothing accessory stores and up by 40,000 in September. While government, on the other hand, saw a decrease of 216,000 jobs in September alone. Career coaches are being looked to once again for guidance during these troubling times. And despite COVID, several career coaches are saying it is the most opportune time to start over amidst the great opportunity. It would seem that the repercussions of this pandemic was exactly the catalyst needed to force many to finally follow through with the career changes that they have desired to make for so long. Not to mention the space given to allow many to reflect on their purpose here in this world. Of course, the questions arise. How does one find their purpose, make a career change? Or better yet, how does one find success during a pandemic? Find out today on Love from the Hip as I have the pleasure of interviewing career and leadership coach Erin Thomas. Erin will share her five-step process to assist you in making a career change, as well as discuss her unique career coaching style. So stay tuned. You won't want to miss it. The veil is a line between physical and non-physical realities, between spirit and matter. Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil, an exciting new show every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. In this engaging and informational jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil, assisting others on their journeys of healing and self-discovery. Drawing from their own experiences, Sakura and Rory have come to realize how challenging it can be to understand it all. So they will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but in an effort to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering you, the listener, a resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go beyond the veil. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at asteracare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A care.com. Are you trying to boost your fertility and get pregnant? Not sure what to eat during your current pregnancy? Are you currently breastfeeding during postpartum? Sacred Medicine Mamas can help you to map out and optimize your pre-pregnancy, pregnancy, and postpartum journey. Allow Dr. Janelle Clayton, chiropractor, and holistic nutritionist Marjorie Glenn to help you thrive during this special time in your life. We offer high-quality nutritional supplements, meal planning, as well as mindfulness practices for your overall well-being. Shop our online store and holistic dispensary to find the best organic and natural products for you and baby. Set up a virtual consultation today. Results are priceless. Book a free consultation now by going to sacredmedicinemamas.com. That's sacredmedicinemamas.com. Or call 541 639 4575. That's 541-639-4575. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I just want to give a quick shout out to my father, Tim, and wish him a very happy birthday. Today on Love from the Hip, I have the pleasure of having Aaron Thomas on my show. Aaron is a career and leadership coach. Hey, Aaron, thanks for joining us today. Hi, Sakura. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And where are you joining us from? So I am in um, the Bay Area, so the North Bay Area in a town called Santa Rosa, where I just relocated to from Seattle. Very nice. (laughs) So how long have you been a career and leadership coach? Yeah, I have been coaching people um, in career and the leadership space for more than a decade Um, I've been working with 
hundreds and hundreds of people from around the world um, to really find their unique call it, uh, calling and, and help them leverage their unique assets in their job, in their career search, in their leadership, so that they can be as successful as possible, really just being themselves. Hmm. Okay. Now, how would you say your approach is different than other career and leadership coaches? Oh, that's a good question. You know, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of career coaches out there, especially, um, you know, in the last decade, this industry or this field has really popped up um, with more and more um, folks in the career coaching space. So, you know, every career coach is different and kind of has their own flavor and I would say their own special sauce. Um, you know, some career coaches focus on the technical aspects of job uh, of the job hunt, like resume, cover letter, interviews, negotiation, etc. While other career coaches um, focus on performance in the workplace, so helping folks really achieve high performance in the job they're currently in. Um, all of which I do, but um, really, where my sweet spot is helping my clients understand their unique contribution in the world through mm. their career. You know, this is, um, this is fun and complex and um, takes a lot of sort of commitment from people to uh, slow down a little bit and recognize, huh, what should I be doing in the world? Or what, what, how could I be most um, useful in the world through my job? And so um, I take my clients through a process of real intensive self-discovery, which, you know, I think we'll get into more details later sure. uh, to really uncover what their career purpose is. Okay. So you really emphasize finding yourself in order to find your purpose. For sure. You have to have you know, real focus and real clarity on who you are. You know, so often we go into jobs um, sort of by happenstance and we just adapt to what the employer or what the job or what the company culture needs from us. Mm. And many of us have learned to be really good adapters. So in some ways, it's pretty amazing. Um, in other ways, it can be very, very detrimental to not only our success, but our happiness when we're constantly adapting to be something else other than who we actually are. So, so my work is to get really clear on who are you, what is most important um, about you, and how do you translate that into a career so that you can just be yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, would you say that mo most people focus more on what they can bring to a job versus what the job can bring to them? Absolutely. You know, it's a game. So yeah. I've been recruiting. I've been in HR for almost two decades now. And, um, you know, hiring, um, hiring employees, it's a real game. And it's just, <laughs> it's just um, there's so much nuance and there's so much um, ineffective game playing in yeah. this process. And, you know, yeah. it's, yeah. And, you know, so what I always tell my clients and what I try to lead with when I'm recruiting folks for different companies is this is just like dating. You know, this is a relationship <laughs> oh, that boy. we are potentially getting into. So it is 50-50. The company has to meet you exactly where you are and, you know, push you into places that might feel uncomfortable, mm -hmm. but that you're committing to going and you have to meet the company by knowing exactly what they expect of you, exactly what, um, you know, what they will do or what they won't do for you so that there's a real synergy there. Mm -hmm. It's, it's really a, it's really a, um, it's very similar to dating. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-way street. It's a two-way street, for sure. So would you say, after having done this for so long, are you also guided by your intuition when you're coaching your clients? Yep, all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, I think being able to really hone in on your intuition sort of separates really good coaches and really... Um, mm, I just think it, it's sort of, it can take you from good to great. Maybe I'll put it that way. Um, you know, you have to listen for underneath um, what the person is trying to, to share with you. You know, so many people come to career coaching because they are confused. Mm -hmm. They are sort of muddled with how do I approach this 
challenge that they're facing or how do I get past this barrier? Or how do I level up in my career so that I'm more leaderly or that I get paid more or that I just am more successful? And so often, you know, you really have to sort of listen for what's being said, of course, but also what is not being said and, mm. and really trust your intuition. And, you know, I'll be honest, there are times where I will have some intuition and I'll be a little bit nervous to, to, to voice it. And, but, but I, you know, encourage myself or I sort of remind (laughs) myself, wait a second, this is why my clients pay me is, um, this is, this is what I'm here to help them do. And so, um, you know, I will voice that intuition and nine times out of 10, my client will respond with, you know, incredible, um, uh, incredible resonance and, you know, thank me for speaking what they were sort of afraid to speak Mm -hmm. or, or maybe that they didn't even know they wanted to say, but that they actually did. So, um, so yeah, I do think intuition is a really important, um, um, thing to bring to, to coaching. That's great. So what are the most common issues people see you for? Yeah, well, you know, it's all over the board, but I will say probably um, what I see most is, you know, folks who have been in their jobs or careers for probably about 10-ish years, and um, they, they kind of just landed in that job, you know, maybe it was after college or at some point in their um, early career, they just sort of kind of by happenstance landed there. And yeah, they were good enough. And so they were able to find, you know, a decent amount of success and maybe climb up a little bit or, um, you know, keep somewhat motivated in in the job or career. And, you know, now they're at a point where they're either just disillusioned with their company or their role, they're bored, they hate their job and they're just ready to quit. Mm -hmm. Or they just have a feeling that they're meant for something more or different, but they just don't know what that is. And they don't know sort of what to do or what steps to take to get really clear. And so most of them are, they're confused, they're nervous that they're they're um, sort of never going to find that thing that makes them tick. They're ambitious, they want to um, contribute to the world, but they just don't quite know how. Right. So, um, you know, that that's that's probably the, the majority or the most typical client that I have. You know, additionally, I have, well, it's probably the, the majority, if not all of my clients, you know, are people who struggle with imposter syndrome, especially mm-hmm. my female and clients of color, mm-hmm. you know, where the world is constantly reinforcing this imposter syndrome by telling them that they're not enough, they're not good enough, they need to be something different, etc. And so imposter syndrome is also something that sort of spans across, um, you know, professionals, of course, and right. it's something that that folks are really bringing and keeps them in the mundane job that they're in. That's right. Yeah. So how has COVID then changed that or impacted those issues? I mean, I would imagine more people are afraid to actually change mm-hmm. jobs right now. Absolutely. There's 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 a couple of different things that I've been seeing. There's one sort of type of person who um, has been laid off because of COVID or has decided, you know what, this is a really good time to sort of step back and reassess. Um, and take the time to, to, to sort of get clear on what I want to do next. And of course, you know, they're always grateful that they have that privilege and that stability to be able to take the time they need to before they commit to their next thing. There's another sort of profile that I've been seeing that are people who they get laid off and they don't have the financial stability to sort of take time, take continued time off before they find their next thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, yeah, this sort of third profile I've seen, to your point, is people are just scared to to leave at all. They're grateful they have a job, which, of course, they should be. Um, These are such tumultuous times. Um, And so it's sort of stagnated their um, agency to really start um, to really advance or develop in new ways. Mm -hmm. So, so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say there's jobs out there right now? There absolutely are. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a, and I won't lie. I mean, it's a scary time. Of course, unemployment rates are high. We mm-hmm. all know that. Um, 
but there are jobs out there. And, you know, it's, I, I'll hear from, from people often that that is one of the reasons why they feel like, no, I can't get a career coach right now, or it's not the right time um, to, to switch jobs is that, well, there's just no jobs right now. And, you know, that's just not true. There actually are, you know, we're seeing a lot of industry. Well, you spoke to many industries that Absolutely. are um, that are spiking at the beginning of the show. But, mm-hmm. you know, other industries that actually are spiking are, of course, our essential retailers, our delivery services, our medical and pharmaceutical companies, mm-hmm. technology products and services. Tremendous opportunity to work remotely now that many different types of companies are sort of reassessing um, you know, their, their, their infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So there really are, um, there are, uh, jobs, there are jobs out there. <laughs> so for those that are unemployed during this time because of COVID, what advice might you offer them? Yeah. Well, my first piece of advice is to breathe a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this work is really hard to do when you're operating, um, on a baseline, like, amount of stress, right? And we all have stress. I mean, you know, we're that we're this is post election, we're one day out, you know, there's tremendous anxiety and stress because of the political unrest of COVID, of course, the racial and social tensions in this country. I mean, there is just so much there's a lot. There's there's just a <laughs> lot out there, right? Yes. And some feel it more than others for sure. But I, I just, you know, the first is just like recognize that these are not ordinary times. So just be gentle on yourself, breathe, do your mindfulness. You know, I, I, I sort of call it the adopt the mindset Mm -hmm. of a successful, of a successful professional. Um, you know, so really do that. And, and the other thing is I would say, you know, if you can hire a career coach, do it because it is the best investment you'll ever use. If you do have the time and space to do a little bit of introspection, right? If you don't, that's okay find your next job and seek support if you need to, to find your next job quickly. And then once you do, be sure to create some space um, where that you can do some of that more introspection work so that your next job after this one um, really is, you are sure is aligned with sort of where you're going. Um, and are there any and, apps know, or anything that you would recommend them use? Well, you know, I mean, the the, the other thing I would just recommend is, you know, polish up your LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, LinkedIn is so, so, so effective, actually. Um, and people are looking for talent on LinkedIn every day, all day. So make sure your LinkedIn, you know, tells your story, shows your unique assets and um, and use it for networking. You know, this day and age, networking, networking, networking will get you a job so much more effectively than than applying to a job um, it, via a random job description right. or job application. It's just true. So mm-hmm. really focusing on networking. Um, and then, of course, you know, applying to those jobs that pop up in your feed or pop up um in your search that really speak to you. And then lastly, I'll just say just some advice is take the time to really customize your materials um, for, uh, take the time to customize your materials for the actual job. And it always takes longer than we want it to, but it's, it's just tried and true and it will get you many more results. Well, that's wonderful advice. Thank you for that. There's hope. There's hope. Yes. For everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that, we're going to take a break, but everyone stay tuned for the weekly skinny up next. On this weekly skinny, I would like to discuss what is helping to ease the woes of bald or balding men and women today. It is that of scalp micropigmentation or SMP. Also called permanent makeup, this technique allows men and women who can't grow hair in certain areas to have what looks like hair follicles, creating the illusion of fuller hair. This technique not only covers up bald spots, but also helps to redefine hairlines, like a widow's peak. The cost for SMP ranges from an average of $400 to $1,000 per treatment. SMP is considered semi-permanent and lasts only up to eight years, requiring touch-ups here and there. It is performed using an electric tattoo device after a topical numbing cream has been applied to the scalp. The discomfort is patient-dependent, but said to be minimal. 
A series of treatments are required and scheduled a few weeks apart. Aftercare instructions include moisturizing the treated area after the fourth day of the final treatment regularly, avoiding exercise for five days post-treatment, and avoiding sun exposure, swimming, and use of steam, sauna, and hot showers for at least 28 days following the last treatment. SMP will fade over time. As in the case of tattoos, certain factors will increase this, including sun exposure, dry skin, as well as exposure to any exfoliants, especially those with acids, and also regular use of chlorinated pools. SMP is not considered a tattoo, however, because the ink does not go as deep as a tattoo. But just like a tattoo, allergies to certain components in the pigment can cause infections to arise. Aside from allergic reactions or even possible infections, it is important to seek out a highly trained and qualified SMP practitioner to avoid any other risk factors. SMP has been an amazing solution for those suffering from alopecia, as well as those who have lost hair due to cancer or accidents. It has changed so many people's lives for the better. As with any cosmetic treatment, many people tend to worry about it being overly noticeable in a way in which they may suffer embarrassment from their family, friends, or co-workers. A majority of people who have had SMP, however, say their family, friends, or co-workers don't actually know what it is exactly they had done, and instead chalk it up to a nice haircut. Did you know that there's power in the number three? Not only is it the number that our brains remember best, it's also the triad, as it contains a beginning, a middle, and an end, so it represents wholeness. What better way to absorb information than from the power of three? Coaches Sakura Sutter, Rory Reich, and Brenda Reese on the Conscious Coaching Hour. This brand new live show airs the fourth Wednesday of every month from 2 to 3 p.m. These three intuitive and transformational coaches will reveal their own life experiences, share candid conversations, and offer up advice using their individual spiritual gifts, intuition, and intellect to help you overcome the challenges you may be facing in life. No matter where you are, the Conscious Coaching Hour will meet you there and shed light on the things that matter most to help awaken your intuition and inner coach and to help you live your best life tune in starting november 25th microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars fine lines pigmentation wrinkles even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin sakura skin and mind specializes in this procedure that jump starts your body's natural healing process sakura skin and mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry but also keeping the skin beautiful fast pretty painless and affordable Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and to subscribe and share my YouTube channel and podcast, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the absolute joy of having Aaron Thomas on my show. Erin is a career and leadership coach. So Erin, I was hoping you can go over your five-step process with us. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So the first step, I sort of referenced this earlier, but is really mindset. And everybody always rolls their eyes when I say this because it feels so woo-woo, but it (laughs) is the most important. It is really the foundation of my work with my clients. So, you know, what I like to say is adopt the mindset of a successful professional. So what does that mean? It means using mindfulness. Maybe it's meditation or prayer, depending on what you're into, Uh, developing a morning routine where you're waking up every morning at the same time and you're doing certain things that are going to lead you to your goals. Become aware of your triggers. Um, And what I mean by that is your desired and least desired image of yourself. So start to become aware of "Hmm, when do I when do I get triggered throughout the day and what can I do to uh, relieve that trigger? There's a there's a um, kind of a visioning. Well, yeah, it is a visioning um, exercise that I have my clients do, and it's like a visioning exercise on steroids. <laughs> it's really it's really hefty, but it's really fun. 
um, that allows you to start to really vision yourself. And you do this through thinking about what would you want to say about yourself um, in retrospect if you were sort of on your deathbed? Mm. What would you want somebody else to say about you, about your career, about how who you were, how you showed up, what you succeeded in? Um, and then it's a process of working backwards from there. We identify really like, okay, so what do you have to do to get there? And then we build those into kind of your mindset. Mm -hmm. The other, the other point about mindset is, um, and I, and I alluded to this with this sort of awareness of triggers, but is really, um, getting curious about some potential limiting beliefs you might have. So if we, are in struggle, right? Or if we have a challenge that is just not um, not fixing itself or not remedying, there's usually some sort of belief system that is out of alignment. So our beliefs uh, inform mm -hmm. our behaviors. So it's really, so, so for instance, if somebody is like, oh my gosh, I've applied to 150 jobs and I've only heard back from five of them and they haven't even made me an offer, what am I doing? Sometimes there's a technical fix, but usually there's something happening at the sort of subconscious level that we really want to surface so that we can fix, so that we can change whatever belief system might be out of alignment we can change that belief system so that behaviors can be different and outcomes will be different. Mm -hmm. So mindset is, yeah. is really, really important. The next step is um, self-discovery. Um, and this is intensive self-discovery. So this is, you know, the process by which we are discovering, you know, our unique qualities and assets that, that set us apart. You know, really um, understanding what are our superpowers and why how and and how do they uh, inform our behavior? So how do they? Um, how do we show up in the world when we're in these these sort of superpower um, uh, places? And we do this through what I call data mining. <laughs> so we we go in and we mine for data, and all this data lives within the client. There are a few buckets that we want to get really clear on buckets of data, so to speak. The first one is a clarification of values. You know, values are everything. They're so important. And when you ask somebody, what are your core values? It's very seldom that people will have an answer mm -hmm. unless they've done very intentional work on clarifying these. So we do that work. We get clear on what are your values? What are those things that really drive your decisions and your behaviors day to day, month to month, year to year? The second kind of bucket where we're mining for data is um, around strengths. So we start to understand what are, like I said, those superpowers. What are your strengths? What do you constantly get positive reinforcement around? What are you constantly um, doing when you just feel your best? And usually those show us what your core strengths are. The third uh, bucket is uh, motivations. So, you know, we're all motivated really differently. Some of us are motivated extrinsically. Some of us are motivated more intrinsically. It just, it just spans. The motiv motivations can span. And so it's really important to get clear on how are we motivated. When we understand how we're motivated, we can predict our behavior. Mm -hmm. And with that, with that kind of science and analysis, you can then get really clear about, okay, how do I then put myself into positions where I can behave this way all the time and it's rewarded rather than behaving outside of that and, um, and, and, and having to adapt to something that is just not motivating us. Mm -hmm. The fourth bucket is going a little bit deeper and kind of what I call declaring our essence. And, you know, this is getting um, really deep and uncovering, you know, if we have, if we have a light that we want to shine in the world, what is it? What does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it sound like? What is its message for us? 
And, um, and so we have these kind of four buckets of really important characteristics of, of ourselves. And so it's getting really clear on what they are uh, and, and how they interact with each other. Mm. Okay. And so that's under the, self-discovery, right? Yeah. So that's okay. the second step. So then the third step is um, developing our professional brand. So this is where you take the self-discovery. So you've just done all this heavy lifting of kind of data mining, of getting really clear on all these different buckets that are really important. And we start to uh, articulate narrative from them. So um, it's, 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 um, it's a fun process to build out your own professional brand. So, you know, just like all of our companies have brands, um, we also as professionals need a brand. And it, when we have a brand, it's really easy to um, showcase that brand and that brand narrative to potential employers or to others that we're trying to network with. Mm -hmm. So um, once you have your authentic brand and narrative, you can then incorporate it also into your LinkedIn profile, into your resume and cover letter, and into any other marketing tools you might be using. The fourth uh, step then, so, so just we, we have the, the, the right mindset, we um, have really done some self-discovery work to understand what is most important to us. We now have narratives that we can articulate and it makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, now we can start the high level sort of career and life visioning. And so we can start to put on all these different hats of like, okay, well, what would my career look like if I was in this profession? Or what would it look like if I continued in the profession that I've been in, but maybe I am in a different company or maybe I'm in a different role? Hmm. Um, and this can get really fun because it's just amazing how little we allow ourselves to get really visiony and creative <laughs> right. um, and incredible insight will come from this process. We dream big about what's possible and we use sort of no or low risk experiments to do that. Be that volunteering with different organizations or companies that you might be interested in or networking with folks in jobs that are curious to you, et cetera. There's lots of no or low risk experiments we can take to, um, to assess some of these different visions. And then of course, you know, in the visioning process, you then align your unique brand and offering to the job and career that makes you shine mm -hmm. so that you can just be yourself and nobody else. Mm -hmm. And then the fifth part is then we're designing a strategic job search. So we're developing a networking plan and a job search plan. We're learning how to network like a pro, which, you know, I can't tell you how many people you know, say to me, they hate networking. And I totally understand that. I used to hate networking too. It would make me nervous. It would give me butterflies. I would always think, you know, oh, I'm wasting their time or, oh, they don't want to network with me. But mm -hmm. the reality is they did want to network with me. They really did. <laughs> and it just takes practice. So learning to network, setting goals and tracking benchmarks, getting really analytical about this process um, and then, of course, preparing for interviewing, negotiating, and, and all those things. That's great. So once again, the five steps are mindset, self-discovery, developing professional brand, career and life visioning, and designing your strategic plan. Yep, and, those are the five and, steps. And these five steps, if you do all of them, <laughs> will ultimately <laughs> help you find, what, success? Absolutely. They help you find the job and the career that actually is, is not only going to leverage things that come natural to you and motivate you, but it's also going to make you happy. Mm -hmm. You know, people forget that if we're not happy in our job or our career, we suffer. You know, it, it spans to our family. It spans out to our social circles. It spans out to our, our volunteer or our civic life. It's everything. Yeah. Um, the, the, the sort of old notion of compartmentalizing, at, you know, the identities we hold in our life. I just, I just think it's a bunch of BS. It's just, it's just not true. We are, we are, we are the same person in our job as we are at home with our spouse and our family. And, and, and the point is, is we want to be. We have to create um, 
opportunities where we can be the same person. Because if we're constantly trying to adapt, it just it's just too fatiguing and it doesn't work. So mm-hmm. so yeah, this process it it helps you reach success and it it just makes you happy because you're finally doing something that really um, is is uniquely made for you. Is it ever too late to do this process? Like, are you ever like, Absolutely you're too not. old to switch jobs? No, of <laughs> course not. Oh my gosh, no. Yeah. I have, you know, my clients span generations. I have clients that are at the very end of their career and they're really wanting to like go out on a bang, mm-hmm. you know, or I have clients who are like, honestly, I still, you know, at the end of my career, 30 plus or 40 plus years later, I still haven't found what makes me tick. And you know what? I want to do it now for the next you know, and spend, you know, the next five years in, in this, in this job that just makes me thrive. So, so not at all. You're never too old. No, that's great. Well, with that, we're going to take another break, but everyone stick around for more Love from the Hip. Hi, we are Sacred Medicine Mamas, and we are on a mission to help people heal and feel better through a variety of holistic wellness practices. We offer holistic wellness services for busy people who are ready to achieve optimal health. We are a health and wellness clinic and a community of empowered people finding true healing and health. We are not only practitioners passionate about people's health, we too are busy professional people. We have been where you are, and we have experienced similar health issues. This is why we love working with people just like you to help you find true healing of your own. We offer services including chiropractic, massage therapy, weight loss and nutrition, pregnancy and postpartum nutrition, yoga and fitness. Virtual sessions are available. Book an appointment with us today by going to sacredmedicinemamas.com. That's sacredmedicinemamas.com. Or call 541-639-4575. That's 541-639-5475. Did you know that there's power in the number three? Not only is it the number that our brains remember best, it's also the triad, as it contains a beginning, a middle, and an end, so it represents wholeness. What better way to absorb information than from the power of three? Coaches Sakura Sutter, Rory Reich, and Brenda Reese on the Conscious Coaching Hour. This brand new live show airs the fourth Wednesday of every month from 2 to 3 p.m. These three intuitive and transformational coaches will reveal their own life experiences, share candid conversations, and offer up advice using their individual spiritual gifts, intuition, and intellect to help you overcome the challenges you may be facing in life. No matter where you are, the Conscious Coaching Hour will meet you there and shed light on the things that matter most to help awaken your intuition and inner coach and to help you live your best life tune in starting november 25th a health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime it leaves us frightened confused and asking why did this happen to me transformational coach rory reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him the universe had offered him a challenge He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Left from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Kara Sutter. And don't forget, this show airs right here on KKNW every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. If you are just joining us, today I have the great pleasure of having Aaron Thomas on my show. Aaron is a career and leadership coach. So, Aaron, how do you approach these limiting beliefs that you had discussed earlier with your clients? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, this is usually the the area of work that clients are like a little bit hesitant to um, to engage in, rightfully so, because it can feel sometimes a little bit like therapy. Right. But I promise, I always promise my clients that you know what we're 
we do sometimes need to go back to um, origin story to understand a behavior, but we're not going to stay there for too long. We're going to go back just long enough to understand the origin so that way we can change it so that um, you can have sort of a new way of being so that you can reach your goals. Because remember, this is all about folks reaching their goals. Right. So depending on kind of what the limiting belief is, you know, there, there's a couple different, um, there's a couple different ways to approach them. One way that I've been um, approaching them often with clients is through, um, it's a, it's a psychological um, modality or a psychotherapy modality called in internal family systems. It's also sort of referenced as shadow work. Some people call, um, know it as shadow mm -hmm. work. And I'm a certified practitioner in the IFS um, framework. And, you know, the reason why I've been using it often with clients is because it just gets results. I mean, it is, it's just incredible. It just gets results. So I'm a big fan of it. But essentially what internal family systems is and does is it, it, um, it looks at your kind of your, um, the family system that is living inside your head. And so just like a traditional family where you have sisters and brothers and parents and aunts and uncles, and they all have relationships with each other and often very complex dynamics, the same thing is going on in our head with all the different parts of ourselves. Mm. So any one of us has like 30 to 50 or maybe more. That's just a random number that I came up with, but many, many different parts to ourselves. So there might be one part that is really, really ambitious and wants to achieve greatness in my career. There might be another part that is coexisting in my head that um, actually is really um, afraid of reaching too much success because of what that might mean about, about me. There might be another part that um, actually is really focused on lifestyle and doesn't want me to become a workaholic. So they are very protective over me of not working too much. While I might have another part <laughs> who is um, kind of a, a fighter and who um, is a little bit sassy and who just li likes to get her way. So all these parts, as you can see, are really, really different. Right. They have different personalities. They have different characters. They, they have different goals and needs. And often what happens in life and, and in the career process when we are trying to achieve greatness, when we're trying to get really um, clear with ourselves on what's most important, oftentimes some of these parts get really triggered because they're trying to protect certain parts of you when they feel threatened. So for instance, if I had a part who really, you know, really wants me to be successful and is very ambitious, um, you know, they might get triggered if I'm not doing enough to find that, find that success, or if I'm not getting reinforcement in my job through, you know, increase of salary or a promotion or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so the internal family system process then helps you kind of manage that part of yourself and start to understand what it actually really wants for you. Okay. All of our parts want want really good things for us. They all have really, really good intentions for us. When they don't feel heard or seen, they get very loud and they start driving the bus, meaning <laughs> like the bus of our lives or the bus of our career. They, they become in charge. Right. In a healthy family system, as we know, it is when all the different family members or in this uh, in this framework, all the different parts are operating healthily together. They're all playing their each part, but they're all in balance with each other. Not when one is becoming over-dominant um, to, um, to drive behavior. And so, so it's a really fun, fun, and it can be challenging, but always transformational process to understand what is the part that's actually feeling really triggered right now and then how do we change our relationship to that part because okay. parts get in more balance with the other parts they get in more balance they get a little bit less dominant when they start to see that we understand them and that we that we appreciate them right 
Right. So it's really just acknowledging them and not dismissing any of them. Exactly. Exactly. It's really understanding and acknowledging what their higher purpose is for you because they all have a higher purpose. Really, they're all trying to protect us. They're usually trying to protect young, young parts of us that have been burdened or have trauma, Mm -hmm. which most of us have trauma, be it big, big trauma or be it, you know, small trauma. It doesn't matter. Our brain still processes it as trauma and therefore um, impacts us. And so these parts are literally protecting this young, young or these young, young parts of us that, um, that actually needed protecting when we were young. However, they don't necessarily need protecting anymore because we're older. Right. We've, 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 we've grown up. We've, we've moved with the world. We've, we've grown new techniques to cope with, with things, but they're kind of stuck in time. So yeah, this process allows you to re sort of develop your relationship with these, with these protectors or these parts and then unburden these very young parts that they are protecting Mm-hmm. so that you can change really the neural pathways. You can change these diff- all these different parts or all these different family members, so to speak, to move in the way that you need them to move, to move in the way that actually serve your higher purpose, which would be, you know, achieving, achieving or um, allowing your light to shine through to the world or allowing you to really trust yourself and trust your intuition around decision-making when it comes to career, mm-hmm. et cetera. And ultimately honoring all of you, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's yep. amazing. Yep. So I want to ask you really quickly, where do you hope to grow from here? Yeah, well, you know, I love that question. I I do have a long-term vision. And my long-term vision is that everyone who has a job has access to a career coach. Every single person in a job needs a career coach. It's just, we can't do this stuff alone. It's Mm -hmm. too complex. It's too nuanced. We need resource. And career coaches are just such an amazing way to get the support so that you can get clear on what is most important to you and really perform and thrive in your career. So that's my long-term vision that everyone in a job has access to a career coach. And maybe that's like the federal government subsidizes career coaching and, (laughs) and, or maybe private companies start to bring on more career coaches on their payroll, or I I don't know how it'll, how it'll happen, but that's my long-term. My short-term goal is just, you know, to really help as many people as I can who are ready to get clear on how to really leverage themselves, their skills, um, in their career. And so I have, um, so I do work with clients one-on-one. Um, I also have some online programming where I'm able to kind of scale up a little bit and serve more people. Um, that's wonderful. Well, go ahead and share that, share that information. Yeah. So if folks are interested, I love, I love hearing from you. And, um, I do always do sort of a free, um, kind of road mapping session with potential clients so that we can get to know each other. We can kind of create, co-create a roadmap, um, of, you know, how to get you to your, to your career goals. Um, and so you can find more information on that on my website, which is careerandleadershipcoaching.com. I'm also pretty active on Instagram if you're into social media and you can find me um, at Erin Thomas Career Coach. Wonderful. Um, and then also I have lots of free resources that I send out to folks. So you can always get on mailing lists and such, which you'll find on my, on my website as well. Fantastic. Well, thanks again, Erin, for being here. Thank you, Sakura. It was so fun. Absolutely. And thank you to Eric, my talented producer, and you, the listener. You can find me at sakurasutter.com. Really love the show. Don't be shy. Drop me a line at sakura at lovefromthehip.com. And tune in next Wednesday for another episode of Go Beyond the Veil, where Rory and I will interview angel intuitive Michael Andre Ford. And don't forget, make self-love contagious. Go ahead. I dare ya.